How does it happen? You paint a sign or dig in a mine, and you strain till you think that you'll burst. You sure got a thirst. A hard-earned thirst needs a big cold beer, and the best cold beer is big. You're leading a van or shoveling sand. You can get it any old how. Matter of fact, I got it now. Radio Brews News, the podcast that has heard you and we're fixing it. As always, I'm joined by my good friend, colleague, co-host and all-round good guy, Peter Prof Pilsner Mitchum. Prof, welcome back. G'day, mate. G'day, listeners. This is a special one-off, special release, limited edition, barrel-aged, on-tap version of uh, Australian uh, of Radio Brews News. Is this the first time, Matt, and I look like I've got a kudos on the, um, the edits at the front that... I'm guessing some of our regular listeners may have thought that they'd clicked on the wrong podcast, copped a bit of copped a bit of share, perhaps <laughs> perhaps it generated a oh, few I... images of Matt and I spread eagled on the, uh, the, the the back of the uh, the brewery lorry, perhaps selling kegs well, I... in Arsenal's fish nets or something. Mate, I don't know about share. I was hoping that I wasn't putting uh, the image of um, Ari Mervis, who's the CEO of uh, Foster's, you know, in fishnets uh, sliding up and down on a giant can of VB by um, putting those two together. What do you reckon? <laughs> it's, yeah, no, that, that's possibly an even more interesting... Because uh, uh, that's what we're here today, really, isn't it? Um, it is. VB, well, look, it's been a big week, and uh, you know, anyone listening to this won't realise this, but this is uh, our second or third go at recording this because uh, events have caught up a little bit. We, we initially wanted to get out a very quick... Um, short podcast to talk about the VB news this week, but um, there have been a few things that have happened since then, so we felt that we didn't want to just go off half-cocked, uh, or quarter-cocked, we always go off half-cocked, we didn't want to go yeah. off um, quarter-cocked uh, with it, so you and I have uh, talked about this a little bit already, but th- this is the first time that we've actually shared it with anybody, but uh, yeah, how about we catch everybody up just in case they have been living under a rock? Uh, do you want to tell us about it, Prof? Well, there has been a bit of news. Uh, the news is that a few years ago, 2009 to be exact, uh, Company United Breweries dropped or, ch- uh, okay, they uh, altered the alcohol by volume level of the iconic number one selling brand and the arguably the, the flagship beer of the company, Victoria Bitter, changed it from initially 4.9 down to 4.8 and then from 4.8 down to 4.6% alcohol by volume, thus saving millions of dollars in Exercise. Uh, at the time, they claimed uh, that, look, this isn't going to alter. We've changed the recipe, yes, because we've, we've made it a lower alcohol beer than it was before, but we're not going to alter the taste. We're not messing with the flavour. Nothing is going to change. You'll still get the exactly the same VB experience, etc., etc. Fast forward now to 2012, and VB sales have uh, dropped, as have uh, most of the beers, I guess, in that category in Australia. Uh, with craft beer being the only one that's actually grown. And the company now under the stewardship of uh, Anglo-South African company, SAB Miller, have decided we got it wrong back then, even though at the time we said we didn't get it wrong. But if we did get it wrong, now we're changing it. VB is back to A, 4.9% alcohol by volume. Uh, Secondly, the words Victoria Bitter uh, will return to the can. They drop those in favour of just the 
of the simple BB abbreviation, uh, and the old style green can, back to the same green, it's kind of like the Mary Kay pink or the Cadbury purple, it was the VB green with the uh, white rings at the top and bottom of the can, all coming back. How's that as a, a sum? That's a pretty fair summary, yeah. Prof. Okay, I mean, th th there's a lot in that. First of all, the whole uh, alcohol issue, the, the, the whole 4.9 to 4.6 to 4.9, what do you make of that? Uh, okay, I, I had very strong views about this at the time, uh, and I, I, I stick by them to this day. I, have, I, I feel no reason, having done a thousand tastings between then and now, uh, I honestly don't believe that a dyed-in-the-wool, loyal, inverted commas, uh, VB drinker, the average punter, whatever you want to call him, could A, taste the difference between VB and, say, Foster's Lager and Crown Lager in a blind tasting. And, and, and let's talk about a triangular blind. So let, let's say... I'm going to give you three beers unmarked. Two of them are BB, one's Crown Lager. All you have to do is tell me the one that's not BB. And I reckon most blokes would struggle. They'd be just as, just as well off having a guess. But I don't think you have to throw Crown Lager into that mix. I think you could throw in Tui's oh, New, yeah, yeah. Um, Carlton Draft, Forex yeah, um, yeah. Heavy. Emu Export, Big Chook Piss. Yep, any of those. <laughs> any, of the, any of the standard mainstream, uh, you know, 10 overs done for 40, nice, easy drinking, summer style. Euro lager, mainstream Australian beers. Let alone tell the difference between a VB that's got 4.9% and 4.8%, or 4.8% and 4.6%. Given that, we know, uh, and it's fairly common knowledge, it's not an industry secret, that by law, as as you know, a fermented beverage product, there is an allowance for plus or minus 0.2% um, alcohol by volume anyway. So back when they were drinking 4.9 VB, it could well have been 5.1%. And it could have been four point seven. And and you know, and this is where it all gets a little bit silly. And uh, you know, one of my, as I said when I wrote about it, you know, I have a bit of a jaundiced view about uh, marketing that anyone that's a regular listener or reader would be fully across. And you know, I I just sort of go back to when they um, they did this, and it was that they were pretty open at the time. And I'll I'll post the media release that came out um, in July about it. Um, they, was, you know, they dropped to 4.8. Um, a year later, they dropped it to 4.6. Um, and they denied that anyone would taste it, would taste a difference. And you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that given that the way that they would have done it would have been to have just reduced the amount of cane sugar in it, I, I imagine. Um, you're not going to notice a drastic difference in taste at all, unless alcohol being a flavour enhancer, that, that small amount of alcohol might have um, affected it. Um, yeah, I would argue not at, not at those levels and not in a beer... Of that of that type yep, that, yep. That, that's, fair enough that's I'll, my uh, I'll wear that and um, you know and so when they denied absolutely that people would taste it when they um took people through uh and, and i remember paul donaldson who was then the general manager or the uh brand manager maybe or uh... brand manager for for vb you know denying absolutely that they'd taken a thousand people through it um and they couldn't tell the difference you know I, I'm, I'm i'm quite sure that they did um and that they couldn't but to me, that means that, well, when they're apologising now, what are they apologising for? And secondly, uh, Paul Donaldson was also quoted as saying, well, we haven't had that many complaints. So, you know, who are they apologising to and what are they apologising for now, given that three years ago they denied that there was anything to apologise for and that there was no one to apologise to because no one was complaining? I, I suspect that this is, this is where um, you and I are going to wear different coloured hats uh, and, and possibly be... How would we describe it? We're uh, we're at the same pub, we're in the same beer garden, but perhaps we're sitting on opposite sides of the table in terms of this one. Because 
I, 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 I see exactly what you mean there. Uh, what do they have to apologise for, et cetera, et cetera. I, I'm looking at this in terms of, I guess, marketing. It's just marketing. Is, you're, you're, is, yes, isn't, it, see, isn't it just marketing? Well, when does a porky turn out? You know, there's a fine line. When, when, when does just saying it's marketing reach its end point and you just have to call it bullshit? <laughs> um, you know, uh, the, so you're, you're, so you're, there is a difference between marketing, you know, yeah. a good, you know, when, when is it no longer good marketing and when is it just spin? And I reckon, you know, and look, I don't, I just have this view that yes, there is marketing and, you know, calling Crown Lager um, Australia's finest, that's marketing. Um, yeah. Telling people that time's a fifth ingredient that's actually going to the point where you are deliberately telling us something that you're hoping will mislead people and they won't call you out on it and that you're just hoping to get away with something. And to me, that's bad marketing. And but and one of the reasons we're re- recording this is yesterday the media release lobbed on our desk about um, Crown Lager, which will give us a chance to, to go to that a little bit later. But, you know, look, when they when they did it, I'm, you know, I'm certain that they thought, well, no one's going to notice the difference anyway. Um, so we will give them the beer at the same price and the alcohol is going to be a little bit uh, smaller, but the experience won't change because the beer won't um, taste. And I think that they, that's pretty much what they came out with at the time. Yeah. Um, but for them now to say, you know, but, but then they came out um, three months later and said, well, no one's complained. Um you know, but, it, but is that kind of like the royal we, um, as in, yeah, they um, didn't send in any complaints. Whereas, anecdote, look, look we all know we no, but, but, we but, saw it all the time, and we we spoke to people. Oh yeah, look, I used to drink VB, but now since they tinkered with it, and they buggerized around, and they mucked it up, and it doesn't taste the same anymore. And so that's not that's not the, that's not the bloke who's sending in a um, you know a, a carefully worded um, letter headed signed. Complaint letter too. Okay, look, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. You, 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 you're saying that you know the, the the sales have dropped, and so they're saying that you know we hear the collective, we, we hear you expressing yourselves through the collective um, money walking, sales drop, shit yep, talking, yep. all that. Yep. Well, it, it, except you know, yeah, in, in October 2009, three months after they'd done it, I think it was the Herald Sun um, or the Sun Herald, whatever that quality broadsheet um, down in Victoria is called. Um, ran a story looking at it and they absolutely denied that there'd been complaints and that people couldn't tell the difference anyway. And, you know, it, it was spin trying to tell people that it's all okay. But as far as I'm concerned, as soon as you do that, you just end up looking stupid and dishonest when you come out three years later and publish a letter that supposedly typifies all of the complaints that you got back then. You know, um, they're, they're not saying now all sales have dropped. Um, you know, they, 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 they're taking it that step further and spinning it. Um, and, you know, they're publishing a three-year-old letter that's full of vitriol and anger um, that I'm not going to drink it anymore and saying, you know, this is the sort of feedback that we got when three years ago they were telling us that they weren't getting any feedback. So, look, you know, it's a small thing, Prof, and, it, you know, I, I know it comes down to philosophy, but I reckon if you believe in your product um, and, you know, you, you're doing it for a good reason, um, you know, you, you can make a bad decision and then you can go back and say, look, we got it wrong. Um, which is what I think has happened here. They really didn't think anyone would notice and no one would care. And, you know, but when, when, when they're telling things that are just so transparently spin, 
it means that everything else they say is sus- suspect because they're quite prepared to say anything um, when, when it comes to it. And, you know, and, and that goes to that Crown Lager, um, the, the, the history stuff. You, know, you sort of think, well, when, when they say, look, we didn't know, um, or you know, we, we've tracked it back. You know, the, the, the line seems to be we've tracked it back to twenty uh, to nineteen fourteen is when Crown Lager was um, created, and I'm pretty sure um, that it wasn't. You know, all of the information I've got, and I've even uh, seen, and I'm, I'm trying to source it now. Um, but there was a, a suggestion that it it was um, there was a trademark dispute relating to Crown Lager in nineteen twelve. But you know, when when you see them, uh, when when we spoke to Vincent, he was saying, "Well, look, you know, we've tracked it back to 1914." All I can think in my mind is, "Well, you won't let us see the records ourselves, so we've got to take your word for it that it was 1914." And isn't it convenient that the date that you're now saying that Crown Lager was first brewed in is two years hence? So you still get to have your, you know, century, you know, celebrate the centenary of Crown Lager, when. A lot of the other information that I've seen and I'm, uh, you know, I've managed to track down would suggest that Crown Lager was at least 1912. Um, so when you see them spinning something like VB so transparently, everything else gets called into question as far as I'm concerned. Okay, so you're you're happy to call shenanigans on the whole VB thing. I'm I'm going to put a different spin on it, but not in a spin way, not in a <laughs> poor choice of words. Pardon the pun. Um, Contextually, contextually, I think you're, you, you've got to you've got to put into into the foreground who it is that they're spinning, marketing, talking to, apologising to, and who then. I, I, to be honest, do you, do you so, think so, that, so, so? So a lie, that, a lie matters depending on who you tell it to. Oh, no, 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 not, and I don't know whether it's a lie. We'll, we'll call uh, it spin because that's I, probably a less pejorative. Term. <laughs> if I, if I, yes, if I omit relevant areas of the truth. To somebody, and you happen to be over, overhearing it. I'm not lying to you, am I? So if you happen to read it, and it's not really, but and it's not it, really directed at you, it's it's objectively not correct. So it's a life, whoever hears it. Wow. Okay. How about? Have, it, it's but anyone anyway, who's heard anyone who's heard a, a first grade rugby league player or a, a senior AFL player who's been caught out on the squirt. Uh, three o'clock in the morning, uh, ends up at the police station, whatever it is, uh, does something silly, says something racist, defends somebody's mum, whatever. The standard line they trot out now is, if I have offended anybody, then I'm sorry. I'm not sorry for what I did. Yep. I'm just sorry yep. that you took offence. Taking yep. taking that line, which is, which is it, it's, it's kind of culture. It's well, the thin end of the wedge, I know, but it is sneaking into, into our... No, no, no. Okay, Prof, I, I know what you're saying. But if you're a company that prides its reputation and prides itself on, you know, and it, it's got a long, lengthy corporate, um, you know, values statement about honesty and integrity and that sort of thing, do you really want to escape through the loophole of the drunk footballer saying, look, if I've offended anybody? No, but that's completely different to the, the corporate entity is completely different. As you know, I, I suspect uh, some of the large breweries, the decisions that some of the, large, the, the two large breweries have made in the past indicate that the marketing department isn't even aware that the company has a brewing division. So <laughs> I suspect that you, you, we, we talk about the corporate the corporate entity and then there's the beer side of the business. So the beer side of the business, I think CB is, is, is a good corporate citizen and all that sort of thing. And I'm sure like uh, the, the, um, uh, the Razor Glass 
initiative and people have said, yeah, that's cynical and all that, cynical and all that sort of thing and te teeing up with the RSL. But look, at the end of the day, of they, they raised $7 million or whatever that, that they could have kept for themselves or, you know. So it, it's still, it's something that, it, well, mate, uh, if not, you're going to raise that, I'm going to say... I'm look, not, try, I'm not I, trying I to stick it, up for them. Putting, putting, no, putting a dollar a can, we'll donate a dollar for every can sold during this period, um, that is cynical. Saying we've made a donation to... Uh, the RSL. Or... The um, RSL. Yeah, we've made a million dollar donation to the RSL. If you think that that's a great idea, buy one of these cans. That, you know... That, to, to me, thing you know, just those little... Little things matter, and blackmailing so people I'm, by yeah, saying. Yeah, I see what you mean. So, I, yeah, that, that probably wasn't a, a good example because you're suggesting that they're just saying, "I'll donate a dollar that you give to me." Yeah, exactly, okay. exactly, and and so they look like they're being the great guys um, when they're yeah. There's a little bit of you know, uh, you know, there's feel good factor uh, blackmail also... going on, emotional blackmail. It's just like the guy that yeah. bails you up on the street, you know, rattling the tin. Um, you don't want to be the guy that doesn't put your hand in your pocket. You know, because you you don't want to look uh, cheap in front of all of the other people who are standing at the, the, the lights. But that's um, a, that's an easy one to get know, away with. That's not charity. Saying, that's drop, not drop, charity. Drop that's blackmail. Turn around. Drop your decks and turn around, mate, because I've only got a credit card. Yeah, well, but you know, mate, and, and and I will say on that, um, all power to the Queensland RSL that refused to take the money um, because they said that the you know they don't think that the RSL should be associated with um, alcohol because of the number of uh, return servicemen that have had problems with alcohol. Um, and I thought that was one of the most principled stances I have seen for a long, long time. It, that was in the year that it first started. I don't know what the resolution of that was, but I thought it was a fantastic stance for them to take. Um, that, and very yeah. little was made about it. Anyway, I just think... In terms of the, uh, the 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 public letter that came out in the major press on Wednesday, I think it was now, from Ari Merwis, the uh, CEO of SAB Miller, stroke Carlton United Breweries, saying, we, we accept that you think we got this wrong, which we didn't. But no, but we did, he's not saying... No, but he's we've not changed saying, it. Prof. Not that we need to no, no, we didn't do anything wrong. Okay. And I don't, I'm not, if, I'm not if suggesting, by the way, if Ari's listening, I'm not suggesting you talk out of the side of your mouth. I'm just doing that as a, a visual effect. Or a, I think he speaks out of effect. both sides of his mouth, Prof. You think? And, and that's my point. And that's no, I, I, that's my point. You know, they will say whatever. And you know, this is why I'm not the head of communications for a large multinational brewery. But <laughs> the they, they came out. They, they, they were very upfront when they came out and they said, look, we are lowering the alcohol. You won't notice a difference, and we're doing it so we don't have to put up the price of beer. Um, because beer drinkers, being what they are, they love to grumble, um, you know, about the rising costs of beer. The brewers always make it look like the um, it's the government excise. They always time their increases for when the excise goes up, yeah. so they can sneak their own, in, you know, <laughs> so they can sneak their own increase and blame it on the government. But that's good. That's good um, business practice. Well, no, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just pointing it out. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that they're stupid, um, but you know, they, they, they've, they've got their little bits of trickery. But they, they came out and they were honest about it. But then three months later, um, they absolutely denied that anyone could taste a difference, and they absolutely denied uh, that anyone was complaining. And I agree. Um, well, no, but people were complaining. It was oh, people I, complaining yeah. big, you know, loudly but, enough that the newspapers picked up on it three months later. 
Um, and there was all sorts of palaver. But anyway, that the, wrote the story for him. You didn't have to pay a journalist because you had, you know, yeah, the, tel the telephone true. booth gang. Because let's face it, the, the, the yep. people who arc up and carry on and, you know, uh, you could fit them in a telephone booth. Uh, the, well, no, I think the reality was a lot of people with, just with said, something like you know this, what, maybe I've moved with, with on from like maybe it's time for me to try something new, what's the this whole craft beer dealie that uh, I've heard so much about, uh, let me have a go at that, uh, I'm going to move to cider, I'm going to move to 440 mils of no-name bourbon and cola-flavoured fizz. Yeah, well, and, well, see, that brings in another good point. I don't actually think that it was, you know, to, to, to say now that the drop in alcohol was the reason for the decline... Um, is again a little bit of a spin because it was declining before then. Um, this may have accelerated the decline, who knows? But the, one of the reasons they changed the marketing three years ago was because VB was, you know, showing you know all, all of the signs of a brand in decline. Um, you know, yeah, and and do I, you think do you think uh, perhaps CUB took their eye off the ball? We heard from Vincent Rui that there were other factors in play at that time. There were acquisitions. There were moving into different areas. Uh, in hindsight, now perhaps some of those business decisions were no. So you see, again, that's that's where they're saying that you know we had our eyes off the ball. We're looking at wine, and it's what we keep hearing now. And that we've now got a beer company that's focused on us. But you know, a couple of things about that. The the, the same guys that we're seeing quoted in the press now are the same guys that were being quoted three years ago. So. They were there then, yeah. and they're still there now. You're saying they, they were there. They were, you know, driving the ship to some extent. Then they're driving it now. Yeah. But at the same time, just after this uh, excise drop, um, again, we had Paul Donaldson quoted saying, you know, talking about how uh, there's a renewed focus on the beer, um, and that was when the um, uh, the, the regulars regulars campaign, um, and they were saying how they're doubling their marketing spend. We're spending twenty million dollars on all our brands and a big push on VB. So to now say that it, you know, beer wasn't getting the focus and the resources is again trying to reinvent history um, and trying to, it's a smokescreen for some of the fundamental problems facing Crown that led to them making these changes in the first place. You know, Crown was in, in decline. Um, that had nothing to do with the alcohol um, thing um, no, and yeah. they didn't do lower the alcohol that was a purely an accounts driven decision I'm, you know, I'm, I'm confident of and you know when the brewers said that it wouldn't taste different they were right but it was a brand in decline and that was why they decided to change the advertising they, they felt that they needed to move away from a hard-earned thirst to the drinking beer um, yep. yeah. and you know and, and the, the, the regulars campaign was a fantastic like it was one of the best beer campaigns I remember um, and yet I reckon that hurt them more than changing the alcohol because I, I think taking John Mellion away, moving away from, from I guess, the iconic um, branding, the, the tagline of, of, matter of fact, I've got it now, the hard-earned thirst, um, that whole imagery around that, it's kind of like, you know, Vegemite putting a rose in every cheek and it's like Cadbury's glass and a half. You can, I think but, they could have perhaps brought it into, you know, updated it a little bit, but I, I think moving away from all of those things... Uh, was the more of a visual stimulus for the average VB drinker who then looked at it and said, oh, and they've changed the alcohol or volume, ergo. But how although I'm, I'm not saying that the guy in the blue singlet who's just sheared a sheep would say ergo. Um, and then, <laughs> but at it and then, and then, sorry, Jackie Howe, if you're listening, um, but, but then he would then say, therefore, uh, 
the taste must change. Must have changed. I'm, I'm going to be on boat with my wallet, and I'm going to drink Carlton Draft, or I'm going to drink Tui's New, or whatever. I, I think that was more than the the alcohol change. Yeah, look, and, and that's one thing. You know, look, I'll, I'll um, you know, be fairly loud in my opinions about a lot of things, but you know, the the, the guys that are running the marketing for a, a company like. Um, CUB aren't stupid, um, and you know they they spend they pour over documents and they, you know all of their focus groups and things like that, yeah. and they they don't do these things lightly. It is a huge thing to move away from a, a campaign like a very old successful campaign like uh, a hard earned thirst, but can you run one of those forever without people just becoming bored and it just becomes something that people stop hearing? And this is something that I I, I don't want to express opinion about either because. I, you know, I, I don't think that you can just forever and a day run um, the aeroplane jelly jingle without people stop hearing it. So, you know, that, that's something I will never criticize, criticize them for. And, yeah, they would have had a lot of information. They would have thought very long and hard about it. Um, and when you make big decisions like that, sometimes you make the wrong decision. Um, and I don't want to criticize them for that. I just think it's always very funny um, when they then, rather than just to say, look, we got it wrong, they then try and add all of this other stuff, you know. You know but hang on, they've, they've um, said they've got it wrong. Yeah, they but, can't please but you what, either. No, no, no. But but they're they're not saying that they got it wrong. They're saying they're they're not saying the reason that they got it wrong is the reason that they got it wrong. Um, you know, they're not just they they they're trying to make getting it wrong an absolute positive, which is the essence of spin. You know, they they're not trying to say look. Um, the, the the continuum is three you know three years ago they were saying no one's complaining now they're saying everyone was complaining three years ago I think because they were very honest when they announced it um, three months later you know I think um, the the smarter way and the more honest less you know unspinny way um, of saying it would have been yeah look I, I think we have upset a lot of people by changing it but any time that we sit down and get people in to taste it. They're not tasting the difference, and we, you know, we, we think that you guys should give it a try too. You know, do this with your mates. You know, actually inform and educate and teach them. Um, when you know, and, and 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 try and make it a positive with the truth. Inform, um, educate, teach, blue singlet. Yeah, but I mean, these guys are guys that like their beer, and it, it, see, here's the other. Keep problem it simple for us, Dan Eric mate. Well, no, goes. but when, you know, again, you know, I'm often criticised for not giving people enough credit, but that's actually that, that's actually not right because I actually give people a lot of credit and if you give them information, um, they will act on it. But the, the, the problem brand like VB has got is that you've essentially got a vanilla beer, you know, just something that is much the same as every other. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, the way that they make it successful is building an emotional attachment um, and you know, and then that's where these campaigns are very important. They try and build an emotional attachment so you identify with the brand, um, and that's where it's a double-edged sword. When you do start messing with it um, in in the way that they did, you don't have a rational response. Um, you know, the, the, the punter doesn't have a rational response to it. So you you can't say to somebody that is being told that VB is the best beer bar none, and it's made to this exacting recipe, yeah. and it's and you can't then suddenly say to them, "Look, we're changing the recipe, and you won't notice a difference." Like, and that's the, you know, and that's the problem that marketers have, and that's where I think they made their biggest mistake. And all of the rest is spin, and 
my complaint about that is the more they spin it, the more silly they look and you just don't know what to believe. But, you know, it's this really complicated situation they've created themselves where they painted themselves into a corner where they should never have changed the recipe, no matter what the financial reasons were, because as soon as they did, they undermined the whole brand. They said that they didn't really care about the brand or everything that we've said about the beer itself was untrue because we can do all of this stuff to it and it's still the same beer. And as soon as you've done that, and that's why I don't think that it's going to come back now, because as soon as you've done that, um, you you can't then go back and say, look, we were wrong. Yeah, but if you drop your girlfriend and then you come back three three years later and say, look, yeah, it, it, was, it, was that, 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 it was you, not me. That, no, you no. You can't blame them. You can't blame the dress. Of course, they're going to dress it up a little bit and say, look, if you guys think we got it wrong, that's fine. We're happy to, you know. Yeah, but that's I'll not what they're that. saying. They but uh, again, look at what they're That's not what they're Isn't saying. Isn't it just marketing? They're saying, no, look, it, it, if they did come out, but see, they're, they're not coming out and saying, look, we were right when we said that there were no changes, that, you know, no material changes, because now they've had to go back to that emotional um, to, to spin it so they can get that emotional play and say, yes, we were wrong um, and we did change the beer and we should never have messed with it. Yeah. Which, which, just, isn't, which just isn't true because, you know, you and I know that these um, recipes, you, you can tinker with them a bit and not get a material change. But now they're coming out and saying they know that they didn't make any material change and that if you actually did a, a fair test, no one could tell the difference. But because they've created this emotional attachment to it, now they need to go back and try and rebuild that emotional attachment. And the only way that they can do that is to lie. And that is my that that is the essence of my problem with it. Yeah, and I look I look at it the other way. I I, I look at it from uh, there. You're a glass half full sort of guy. I am. I am. And I and I know <laughs> your bum doesn't look big in that darling kind of guy. <laughs> um. Oh no! See that? No, 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 don't don't give me that one because. This isn't one of this isn't the you've got a very positive relationship and sometimes you just have to save their feelings by not telling them the truth. You know, yes, honey, you look great in that outfit that you've just spent a fortune of my money on. Um, yeah, it, it, but you, you can get away with that. If, it, you can get away with that if the relationship is based on truth. But it, this is a relationship that's not based on truth because the truth is we didn't change it in any way that you could detect. No, but we did change it. You thought we, you thought yeah. you thought the change was much more grandiose and and all encompassing than it actually was, and and I'm not going to argue with that because that's your perception. But we have changed it because we changed okay. the, the Mate, Victoria I, bitter I, to I, BB. I, we changed the dark green, the the, the iconic green, to a, a slightly you know a, a funky upmarket 21st century green. We took the white um, rings away. We took away your John Mallion and you get it right in a cow because. Uh, See, see, and even that they were trying that they identified that consumers were changing, and they needed that they they thought that they had to get had to get away from the blue collar um, guy. Yeah, yeah. And so, so they abandoned their rusted on drinker. They couldn't capture the capture the new drinker, so it, it kept going down. And I don't think you can suddenly go. And that that's you know that was where it was a very very brave gamble that didn't come off um, because the, the people that are leaving VB are going to. The Asahis and the Americans and Stella yeah, and and you could spend a whole show and that's probably that's probably a good idea for a show. Get some, uh, you know, um, guys like Ian Kingham uh, from uh, ALH, ALH, um, who's a national merchandising man- manager, who's you know who analyzes this sort of stuff, and uh, he's brand independent, but he does look at how best to sell it and who's buying. Um, so that that would be a good podcast. But uh, yep. look, 
Mate, I, I think we've... Where, where to uh, from here, Matt? What happens now? Let's let's make some... Okay. Because we've, we've looked at, regardless of how it happened, why it happened, uh, and the reasons for the apology, whether it was necessary or not, we're now at the stage where, we've, okay... We've, we've litigated that nicely. We've now got a blank canvas. Mate, I reckon... What happens to BB? Over the next three months, you're going to see a tiny little blip starting from this week as people start stockpiling to buy it so they can do their uh, test when it comes out in October. Um, yeah. And then when it first comes out, there's going to be a little bit of a try. And I reckon the people are going to go, no, nah, doesn't take, you know, I, I don't think you can rebuild that perception. Um, when they changed it, even if there was no real change, like no sub, um, objective change to the flavor, anyone that's tasting it is going to taste it differently because they know it's different. And perception is reality for that sort of sure. thing. But suddenly you, you can't go back and put Pandora back in the box. You can't suddenly say, well, we've changed it. And people go, hey, gee, I'm glad it's back to normal. The smallest percentage uh, will. I think you're going to see a little blip and then it's going to continue its decline because the beer drinkers are changing. Not that it's important, but didn't Pandora own the box? I don't think she was in the box. I think it was curiosity that was... Did you mean you can't... Mate, I, I... You can't you can't open the you can't open the flag hey, prof, and Pandora's prof, did, can of hornets. Did, did, all right. Did you understand the point I was making? Do we ha really have to go back into Greek mythology, or are you going to tell me it wasn't Greek mythology that was Roman mythology or it was Roman ancient Babylonian it, it, mythology? No, it, it no, no, mate. Look, general mythology. It doesn't you matter. just make your prediction. I've made my prediction. You make your prediction. Uh, I'm going to put my um, put my Molly Meldrum Akubra on and say, do yourself a favour. I think VB back up the charts with the bullet. I think. So you're buying Foster shares? No, 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 I don't. No, I don't. Um, because I need to stay independent. Uh, and if I did have them, uh, I wouldn't say. Um, is that marketing or is that spin? Or is it Porky's? What did I, <laughs> what did I just tell a big bit? You decide, listeners. Uh, I think that VB will come back at, at the... So when the next, uh, you know, the next charts come out, I think you'll find VB back on top and by the length of the straight. I just think there's a big... Uh, that, that band of loyal VB drinkers have been waiting for an excuse to get back to the beer that they had this emotional attachment to, that this, this big warm, fuzzy embrace. Um, couldn't drink it because all my mates said, you know, I, I, I stood up and said it changed and it moved away from me and all that sort of thing. If it's now coming back, I've kind of got to jump back on board uh, and I think they will in their droves. Mate, I reckon you're crazy. I reckon you're dreaming, and I look forward to. Uh, I reckon we make a bet, um, and I look forward to collecting on that one. All right, well, let's make it um, uh, half a dozen cans of, of VB, but it's got to be the new stuff. I don't want that old stuff because that tastes. Shit. <laughs> you're <different>. on. <laughs> you're on. But now the the next story, and th this segues in quite nicely, is. Um, Crown Lager. Now, we spoke to Vincent Rui a couple of weeks ago, broke the news that Crown Lager is going on tap. Well, I, I um, spoke to him. You yelled at him and growled a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mate, that's not, that's not true. No, well, if, if the emails that you got are anything to judge by and the Twitter feed and, you know, Charlotte Dawson, well, Charlotte Dawson, seriously, darling, have a look at the stuff that Matt puts up with. Uh, <laughs> cup of concrete, girl, because this bloke, <laughs> you must have a, you must have a hide as, as, thick as a sea draft horse and all credit to him because uh you know I, i'm pretty sure that vince and i would still have a um uh, still be able to have a beer without him uh, rabbit punching oh yeah, yeah. Um, i'd get someone to yeah, we, we, first. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but 
CUB uh, finally because I'd, I'd been waiting to see the media release, um, and you know I'd been waiting to see the media release that announced Crown Lager on tap, and it, you know even though we went live with the podcast two weeks ago, it only came out yesterday, um, and you know there was no talk about fifth ingredient, there was no talk about you know extra lagering, there was no talk about uh, the history of the beer. It was all about presenting Crown in a way that uplifts beer. And uh, I, I, I actually got an email from a uh, CUB employee expressing surprise I said something nice about CUB, um, as if I don't say nice things about their products all the time. And I did have to point out that unless CUB considers marketing as one of their products, I don't think I've ever said a harsh word about one of their products. No, no, true. No, I'll stick the land. I'll, I'll so, now, that. Prof, can I ask you, do, you, do you reckon there's a letter in the mail based on the media release? And for, for, re, for listeners, it's up on um, Brews News and it really just talks about the glassware and the tap heads and the experience, all the things that Vincent told us about. But, uh, Prof, I'm, I'm actually wondering whether there's a, um, a, uh, a letter in the mail to me um, on CUB uh, letterhead that says, uh, Dear Australian Brews News, we've heard you and we're fixing it. A few years ago, we started making unjustified claims about our number one premium lager. Uh- but we listen to you. And, and, it's got to be in a, we it's got to be to in a certain accent, though. But, yes, but we listen to you, our most strident critic, and we are determined to make it right. <laughs> we are now celebrating the most important things about our beer, which is the beer drinker's experience, not things that are marginal at best. Do you reckon there's anything... Uh, you know, do you reckon there's an apology to us, Prof, or is it just the millions who abandoned VB that are, are getting the apology? Or, or are the two absolutely not related in any way? Oh, yeah, I, do you reckon? I think maybe maybe they do listen to Bruce. Maybe we're getting through. I don't know. Maybe there's there's something oh, to be said yeah. for uh, as long as that dead horse twitches an eyebrow every now and then, we can still hit it and uh, we'll get a result. It's possible. Stranger things have happened. I, I would, though, suggest that you hang on to that um, that hope. Uh, along with um, uh, anything else that's not particularly hopeful that you want to hang on to. Um, your daughter's growing up and marrying um, the richest men in the world. Yeah, but actually, and to, to, to give you an idea of the position that we sit in, Prof, you know, if, if I tee off um, on an issue uh, and have a go um, at someone like uh, you know, Vincent when he's good enough to, to, to come on and you know, ask questions that I think need to be asked and I don't think anyone else asks and asks them in a fairly um, forceful um, and hopefully not too belligerent manner mm-hmm. you know we, 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 we get a lot of emails and telling us that we we're pretty hard on him yesterday I said something nice about um, VB uh, about uh, Crown Lager and I don't think my inbox or my uh, Twitter feed or my uh, Facebook page has ever been so full of scorn um, with the sort of comments, you know, because they, they, they claim, you know, the media really said $7, recommended retail price $7 for a 300ml uh, pot of Crown Lager. A serve. I noticed and they called it a serve. I got it. A, a serve. Yeah. I don't know. If, well, what, what do you call it? Because it's not a pot, it's, it's not a, a, it's a schooner. Pour. It's a so pour. It, it's a serve. I would have, I would have it's said a it's a pour. Yeah, P-O-U-R. Yeah, I mean, I look at Whatever they call it. But, That's uh, okay. you know, Small steps, though, you know. I, they're going in the right direction. I, I think the guys that are saying, and, and there were people saying 
seven bucks for 300 mils, you know, for $3 more, I could get, you know, mountain goat steam ale or whatever. And I think those guys are missing the point that it's not for them. And also, you know, there are a whole lot of people that would be sitting there going, 10 bucks for a pot of, you know, feral hop hog, I can get crowny for seven bucks. Okay. Those guys are mad. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's all anyway, subjective. It, 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 but it also just shows that no matter what we do, we are going to uh, stimulate a bit of discussion, and there are going to people who there are going to be people who think that we're completely on the wrong side. Of For it. sure. And, and, and incidentally, um, CUB and Lion um, at times would be feeling exactly the same way about us. No matter what they do, they're going to feel that we're teeing off on them. But you know, hopefully they'll see that if if, if they are about beer, um, you know. We'll support, you know, we'll support anything that they do that is genuinely about fear and not about spin. Exactly. And we're going to keep the conversation going. But we for now, I think, we, pro- I think we probably should make the conversation stop because I'm sure... We think should make the conversation go away, Prof. That's it. Now, Prof, always good to talk to you. Uh, we, we've got Jane... Um, we'll, Jane we'll, we'll squeeze two out this week. We, we've got Jane uh, Flavel from the Weedy. Um, I'll, I'll have a weekend in the editing uh, lab and we'll get two podcast out this week mate special addition to our loyal listeners who have got a lot of yard work to to get through uh, old school mate old school we're putting out done. a single and a b-side <laughs> exactly exactly well it's a, a double a-side i'd rather yeah, call it. yeah well do yourself a favor and go out and get it <laughs> good on you prof always good to talk you too Cheers, listeners. get out and have a bb let us know what you think we welcome your uh, your thoughts and comments even if you're crafty, you drink it. Uh, and perhaps you have no real interest in drinking the product that we've been discussing today, whether it be Crown Lager, Crown Lager on tap, or BB, rolling in BBU. Uh, but we're interested in your comments on the whole outtake of the spin, the opposite points of view that Matt and I have today, you might have heard opposing views. You might agree. And we're out.